I love that you get a taste of the holiday music, but we also still continue to keep you informed, uh, aware of what's going on around you, the things that you need to know, and entertained as well. And then special programming, in fact, on Christmas Day that we look forward to as well. I was just uh, at uh, the Renaissance Center for the uh, Henry Ford Health Grand Ball. Boy, they've got grand plans uh, on the Grand uh, Boulevard. But uh, and, and it was a big... I forgot just how big the, the ballrooms are there. They're huge. And then I remembered walking around in the Renaissance Center when it first opened and being worried that I would be lost and no one would ever find me. Does anyone else remember that? Chad Livengood, politics editor, columnist. Do you do you remember that, Chad? Well, Paul W., I'm, I'm a little young uh, to have uh, been at the uh, opening of the Renaissance Center or even even towers uh, 500 and 600 that were built in the second phase. But um, but I, I, I have experienced this myself and many others have experienced it over the years. Uh, although, uh, as Mark Wallace at the, at the Detroit Riverfront Conservancy, who's worked in the Ren Center for 16 years, he says in three different towers, he says, the first week in the Renson is confusing. The second week, it makes all it all makes sense. Okay, <laughs> that's good. I knew I wasn't alone, but now I do feel a lot older since you said you don't remember that time. Okay, I'll, I'm going to recover from that. Uh, General Motors, you wrote a, a big article in the Detroit News about what General Motors, in your opinion, needs to do, and other experts need to do, since Mary Barra has said basically, let's come back to work. Yeah, I mean, so uh, just a little bit of history here. So the uh, when the pandemic hit in March of 2020, they sent everyone home. And and then it was like every other company, they kind of kept delaying the return to the office. And finally, a year later, in about April of 2021, Mary Barra said, work appropriately. If, if it makes sense to work as a team in the office, come to the office. If it makes sense to just uh, be efficient from home, from your basement, like you've been doing, we've been running the auto company for the, for the past year. Just keep doing that, and so they just kept doing that, and and the habits have formed, lives have been reconstructed, uh, and nobody goes to the office, uh, and that's that's not just the story of General Motors, but others. But what's transpired now is there are um, about 1,300 people, General Motors workers, actually assigned to the rent center now. Before the pandemic, it was 4,000. So it has dropped off by 67%. They have moved people to the Warren Tech Center. Some people have become permanently remote. Um, That's in part because, uh, you know, they need a a person to do a certain type of of job and they can't find that person in Michigan. Uh, They'll go hire that person and they live in Denver and they work remotely. Uh, or, you know, General Motors has a lot of, of software uh, employees living and working in Austin uh, and in San Francisco. And that's just the reality of the changing um, nature of General Motors. The company is no longer just a car company. They're also a tech company. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what's, what's transpired now is the is the Renson is, is increasingly vacant. I mean, Power 200, the official vacancy is 67 percent. The overall vacancy of about three of the towers that I could piece together from uh, available real estate records is is uh, uh, more than 42%. The average vacancy rate downtown right now is 20%. So the rent center is well over double uh, that of, of the rest of downtown. 
and it doesn't look the future doesn't look all that bright given that there's a lot new a lot of new office space coming on the market. Dan Dan Gilbert's building a skyscraper at the Hudson site, and um, uh, Stephen Ross and the, and the Illich family they're breaking ground right now on their Detroit. Uh, Center for Innovation for University of Michigan is to be part of their District Detroit it's plan. It's like 1.2 million square feet of new office space. There's a whole lot more office space coming right down Woodward Avenue and those big old parking lots out in front of Comerica Park. They're going to get filled in with new new office to, uh, buildings. So it's, there's a whole lot more going to be coming in the market in the next coming years. That seems to portend uh, a more bleak future for the Renaissance Center. That's tough. That's a tough thing. It was such a big deal. And and thanks to Matt Cullen and to General Motors, when that thing was built by by one of Mr. Ford, if I recall, uh, built that yes, thing. Henry Ford the second. Henry Ford, Hank the Deuce, and and I think I hate to put it this way, but that he built it like a fortress because he remembered the the '67 riot and he wanted to make sure that they were safe. I don't know. I'm not. I, I don't mean to put words into history, but it was built with with us not even knowing with that berm and everything else that there was a beautiful riverfront that was going through there. And and it was Matt Cullen and General Motors that took down that berm and made it the accessible, beautiful area, along now with the Riverwalk and everything else. You just don't want to think of that building being abandoned. And, and in fact, one of the memos out there that you write about in, in your story, and we so appreciate it, Chad Live and Good, politics editor, columnist, Detroit News, is that starting January 8th, any GM headquarter employee who lives within 50 miles of the Rensen will be required to be in the office Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at minimum. Uh, that a memo to the employees that you uh, got a hold of. So she's doing what she can do, but um, in the future, that's going to be maybe harder to do. Yeah, and it just seems like it's going to be becoming more of a headache uh, for General Motors if you got a, va- a building that has that much vacancy now. The question is whether GM can figure out how to either sell it uh, or get a partner involved in redeveloping uh, one or two or three or four of the towers into some type of residential use. And that's kind of an unknown because the way that that, uh, uh, that, that, that the Henry Ford's grandson built that thing uh, it's not it's not clear whether those cylinder towers can be easily converted to condos. Obviously, it's still the best view in town. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. You got the right. with the river right. in Canada, Belle Isle, and some some angles, uh, and and the uh, city skyline. Um, but the question is, um, is it feasible? Is is it is it something that you can market to people, especially when you have other really nice views uh, of residential views coming on the market at the Hudson site at the uh, former Joe Lewis Arena site, uh, the Sterling uh, um, uh, project. So there's there's a whole lot of competition in the marketplace, and GM is kind of a little late to the game if they're going to want to be in that. Well, here's the, here's the worst line of your of your story. I understand what you're saying, but the worst line is: uh, you first you ask, or somebody asks, who's got the vision and capital to convert that building, and then you say. The alternative may be a fate like that of the old Kmart headquarters, the wrecking ball. I sure hope that never happens. I, sh- I, but I hear what you're saying, and I appreciate your honesty and straightforwardness. Chad Live and Good, God bless you, and thank you, sir. Thanks, Paul. Love you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, my friend. The politics editor, columnist, extraordinaire, Detroit News, Chad Live and Good, and one of those other places with the 
new land going to be available for business and for living, the University of Michigan Center for Innovation, Detroit, groundbreaking. I'm thrilled to be going there this afternoon. I'll report back on it tomorrow. And I I thank my friend Laith. Some call him Leo, but I call him Laith Hermuz, my metro car driver that's going to get me down there safe and sound. Thank you, Laith, in advance as we continue on WJR.